Hey, what's up? This is TJ and Brittany. And this is Life with TJ and Brittany. Hey guys, thank you guys for tuning in. It's uh, Brittany and TJ, and we're back. And today we're going to talk about dun 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 dun. Divorce is not an option. Divorce is not. <laughs> An option. We're going to focus on um, overcoming adversity in your marriage. So hopefully you aren't thinking about divorcing me anytime soon. No, well, no. <laughs> what is it? We're in this thing for the long, for the long, long, long. long. There you go. So that's a, a kind of a question that we get a lot and something that we deal with yeah. um, in kind of counseling with other people and mentoring people through marriage is like, how do you do it? How do yeah. you... How do you overcome things? How do you deal with problems? How do you put up with each other every single day? Because we're different. <laughs> a little bit. We're totally different from each and other. And not just black and white different. Like, well, well, that too, though. That's different, but we're black and white different, too. Our personalities are different. You know, yes. our hobbies are different. Um, what you like and what I like, it's it's different. Very different. <laughs> so, But we have conflict, too. And so we like to be honest about that. We're not, we don't hide anything. No. Um, from each other or from our kids even or from people around us. Like a lot of people see us on the outside and they're like, oh, you guys are awesome. And yeah. we are. And we are. We're I mean, pretty cool. We're, we're pretty cool. No, we are. But we definitely have our share of bickerments is what you like to call them. I yes. don't think that's actually a word, but. I think bickerment because we bicker. So bickerments. Yeah, it's not a bickerment. Bickerments. I mean, I guess if you argue and it's an argument, that's exactly. where you're coming that's from. But coming I still from. don't. I don't know. You guys vote. I don't think Bickerman's a word. Bickerman's a word. We're going to stick with it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So what happens when we have conflict? Or what are some key things that we can share with people to help them overcome conflict or walk through conflict? Yeah. I think we have this thing we say and we remind each other, like, we're on the same team. Yes. You know, I think sometimes we tend to forget that. Um, even even us, we tend to forget that, hey, listen, um, I love you and you love me. You know my heart. You know, when you marry someone, you you get to learn them more than anybody else. Like I know my wife's heart, so even though she may say something that may hurt my feelings, that I know where it comes from. It's not coming from hatred. It's not coming from jealousy. It's not coming from pride. Um, it's her just trying to help me better. And, and so I think a lot of times we just got to remember that we are on the same team. Yeah, for sure. And I think that is helpful to to come into any situation and know. Okay, we have this issue, whatever it is. It could be small or it could be big. Mm-hmm. And we have to discuss it. Like, we have to work through it because we want a successful marriage. So it, it helps to come through it knowing or come into it knowing that we are on the same team. And that's one of the things that I always try to remember, too, is that you're not the problem. Like, you may be doing something that is just mm-hmm. aggravating me or I don't think is the way that you should handle something. But at the end of the day, you're not the problem. The problem is the problem. And we have to separate ourselves from... From, from the problem. Me. And I have to be able to say, okay, TJ is not the problem. Let's figure out how to attack the problem together. Yeah. And and that stems from being okay having those hard conversations. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of couples are, they tiptoe that or they just don't have those those conversations, yeah. you know. And, um, and man, you got to, it's uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. like we say all the time, like we go, we grow when we're uncomfortable. And so right. I think um, just having those uncomfortable conversations sometimes um well majority of the times i believe that it just helps you grow if you just keep that mindset and that mentality like you just explained so yeah and that's not to say that it's not hard it's not difficult or but it gets 
easier as time goes on. Absolutely. Because I remember times in the beginning of our relationship where I would think, oh my gosh, I have to talk to him about this. And I would get like, my chest would be pounding. I would get nervous. Like, how's he going to respond? How's he going to handle this? Is it going to be an issue? Is it going to turn into a blow up or something like that? But I mean, we've been in this thing for a while now. And once we overcame that kind of fear yeah. of yeah. reaction and I, you know, we've, we've addressed enough conflict in our mm-hmm. marriage that you know that you can come to me absolutely, and I'm not going to blow up about it. And I'm going to come to you and you're not going to blow up about it. Yeah. Or even if it does, maybe I come to you and I don't approach it in the right way. And you, I won't say blow up because I don't think you blow up, but maybe it catches you off guard and you react. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, let's take five. Or me, hey, you know what? Maybe I didn't address that. Maybe yeah. I didn't have the right... Tone of voice, or maybe I didn't yeah. come at you in the right way, and then we can evaluate that too. But what I was saying was, we've done it enough that I have enough trust built in you that you're not just going to react yeah. because you know my heart and you know where I'm coming from. And even if I do come at you wrong sometimes, you're able to kind of separate that, yeah. or I'm able to separate that and say, okay, well, I know they didn't mean it like that because I know their heart. Their heart is for me, and that's a big part of it too. Is just being for each other. Yeah. Like I am for you. I want the best possible for you and you want the best possible for me right you know, we had we had to grow to that you know the first few years of marriage was was pretty pretty rough and tough because i was always i can be straightforward and honest with a, with a lot of people but the people that i'm close to that's when it, it, it was always hard you just got to hold each other accountable you yeah. know and i think that that helps relationship as well holding each other accountable and it's calling things out and i think what people don't realize is the more you do it the easier it gets you got to do it from a, a a spot of love and not right. from pride or trying to, you know, you don't want to parent anybody. That's not, right. what, that's not what we do. We will call each other out on something, you right. know, no matter, no matter what it is. I think you got to be okay with that. Yeah. I think one thing we've learned along the way too, is to leave out judgment. Judgment is assuming to know why someone did something. Like if you do something and I go, oh, well, TJ did that because... whatever that reason is, that's me judging you because I don't know. I may not know why you did it. And a lot of times if I'm placing that judgment on you, it's because if I would have done that, that would have been why I did it. But again, we are two totally different people. So there's not many instances in which we would go about any task or obstacle in the same way. No, you're you're absolutely (laughs) right. And we say for the people that don't know us, we say we're total opposites like we truly are i went and spoke uh the field of faith in and um in kansas and the young man that was going down there with me we was talking about relationships and he just said man they always you know he said i love you guys relationship he's like but you guys are just so different you know and uh and then i said well you know and so to explain to people who don't know us is you're very quiet mm-hmm. very laid back very observant and you just kind of stay in your lane you, you just kind of if it's a hundred thousand people out there you probably stay in your little corner You'd rather read and, you know, sitting. If you guys are hearing, like, <laughs> hammering and stuff like that, that is our... Our basement is getting worked on. <clears throat> that's we talked whole, about that. It's a whole other conversation that we only don't get into right <laughs> now. But we right forgot now. that disclaimer at the beginning. It is getting worked on right now. They are installing flooring. So, we're sorry about the uh, construction. The noise. banging that's going on down there. <laughs> Maybe not the right words, but okay. <laughs> anyway, so, so we are we are different, you know. Um, I'm an outgoing, outspoken person that... Right. I love people. I'm a people person. Um, I love to serve. My wife loves to serve as well. And I'm an athlete, so I'm used to being around 
um, a crowd of people being in the limelight, things like that. And my wife is like, I know, love people, but on a different level. Yeah. Like you love people, like <laughs> all the people at the same time. I like to love people one on one. Like I like to get to know people's heart yeah, and their true. intentions or small groups. Like I like to help people and talk to people, not even just help, but even just in personal relationships and my friendships. Yeah. Like I do much better in a one-on-one or a small group setting than I do in a let's go talk to 10,000 people today because yeah. that business is exhausting to me. <laughs> you know, we're just totally different. So our, our mindset's going to be different. I have an athletic mindset. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a, So I'm going to go, 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 push, 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 and, and we'll figure out everything else later. Right. And my wife's never done a sport. Um, um you don't want me to, probably. No, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't want you to hurt yourself. Um, so we're just two totally different people. But one thing that we we do agree on is we love the Lord. Yes. You know, and we love one another. Uh, I think that's the pretty cool thing is where it's where we kind of meet at. Yep. But my point in that was just saying we could have the same task in front of us, mm-hmm. and we deal with this a lot in driving. This oh is a, a point of contention <laughs> in our marriage that is always. You want to hear about bickerments? It always Get us happens in the, city. in the car. Dallas. Dallas is the worst. Dallas is always the worst. I think it's more in Dallas. I don't know why, because we drive in a lot of cities. Like, <laughs> but Dallas. We're Dallas in Kansas City, the devil out of us. Atlanta. Like, yeah. we drive in big cities. Oklahoma City is also bad, yeah. but it's like maybe 80% of Dallas. Dallas. It's Dallas. We just need to stay away from Dallas. I guess, but we're in Dallas more than we are anywhere else. It's the worst. What I was trying to say is we could be going to the same place. Uh-huh. We could have the same end goal. Uh-huh. But if you put me in a car and you in a car, we are not going to get there the same way. We are not going to drive the same style. No. We are not going to drive the same direction. We are not going to drive in the same lane. Even the same speed. Yes. Because <laughs> you love to speed. But anyhow. But not in the city. That's in the true. city, oh, you are telling me to go faster. I know. Because the speed limit is 70 and you're going like 60 and you're looking for everybody else. I'm trying to be safe. I don't want you to be safe. I want you to be a driver at that moment. Okay, so this is why most of the time we do not ride in the same car together. It's true. We just have learned it is better for our marriage to drive separately. Yes. But or- we get stuck in the city sometimes or when you're driving a thousand miles in a weekend and it's just better financially <laughs> to drive in the same car. It happens sometimes. But that's my point. We yeah. don't do things the same way. And it could be that way with anything. It yeah. could be a project that needs done at the house. It could be mm-hmm. a business project and... I see the end goal and you see the end goal. And so we've had to come to terms with the fact that it's okay, except with driving. We're still, we're still coming to terms (laughs) with that. It's okay for us to get there in different ways. I used to get really frustrated because I am a very type A. I like things done my way. I like a plan. I've had to relinquish control in most situations. Yes. That it's okay if you get to the end goal in your way. And it's okay if I get to the end goal in my way. Or sometimes I have to go your way or you have to come mine. And we just have to be okay with that because at the end of the day, that does not matter. Yeah, <laughs> It does not matter as long as our goals are the same. And, you know, obviously it's not, we're not sinning in the process. That would right. be different. Um, but it's okay to relinquish some of that. And I think early in marriage, that was much more of a struggle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As you grow old and wise, older... And wiser. Seasoned. <laughs> seasoned. Say old. I'll say the old word. As we become more seasoned in life. There you go, babe. Those better. little things don't matter. When I remember when we were like, you know, 20-somethings, and it was like, everything mattered. <laughs> a lot. 
All the time. All the time. And it's just not, you you know, as you grow and you learn and you develop and you become wiser, you learn that some of that stuff just really doesn't matter. And our marriage is more important. It's more important that we're happy with each other at the end of the day than it is that you drive my way. So I have learned to just put my head down and be on my phone and let you drive. Hey, did you know that we are directors of a sports ministry? Mo Legacy is our traveling basketball program that develops elite athletes who have a strong relationship with God through athletic training, life skill development, Bible study, and discipleship. Each spring and summer, we travel all over the Midwest, competing on national circuits, helping our players, 62 players this summer, be exposed to college coaches, while also building relationships, discipling, and teaching them about Jesus. If you'd like to help support, you can visit www.jfwc.org give and make sure you select Mo Legacy from the drop-down menu. Well, but it, it, it is so, it's so one of the biggest things in relationships is communication. Yes. It, it's uh, Communication is key and it's love, you know, and sometimes communication is hard, but you have to have it to be successful in anything. Yes. Anything that you do, relationships, sports, right. school, business, whatever it may be, you have to have, you have to learn how to communicate. And so... Um, I think that's one of the biggest things people they try to stay away from. It's like, no, you can't you can't dodge it. You you, you gotta have a good communication. And I think that's one thing that helped us grow is we communicate uh, pretty well. You know, um, I think we we're okay with talking and saying things, and you know, but also at the same time we go back to knowing we're all on the same team. Because you know they say you know relationships are fifty fifty, and we just don't we don't believe in that. No. We believe in relationship is a hundred percent, and and maybe one day. Um, I'm not doing too well and I'm only can give 30. Well, then I know that you're going to bring 70. But maybe right. one day you're only got 15% in you where I'm going to bring the 85%. And so, um, but as long as we get to 100% together, it doesn't matter who's doing what. I think a lot of times people start watching, well, I'm doing more, so I should have more say-so. I should have more control. Right. And, uh, and we just don't do that. Then you have the men that, well, I'm, I run the house. I got to do this and this way and that way. And when God made Adam and Eve, he made Adam, he made Eve from his rib, and that's beside him. And and I think that's um I think that's very important for people to know. And so one thing I don't do is I don't put my wife down. Um I don't don't yell at my wife. I don't when we lead we lead together. I I push her to her purpose and her goal. Right. You know, and she does the same thing. You know, um, people see that I you know professional fighter and this and I play professional basketball we together and they know that, but people didn't see what she sacrificed. And I think that's, that's, that says a lot about you understanding that we're in this thing together. You know, um, a lot of limelight always comes to me and it, it goes around her and she's okay with that yes, um, because it's her personality. So. But I know a lot of, a lot of people that cannot do that right. because you're doing so much. You cover so much. All these things are lined up because of you. I just get to go and it's like our basketball organization. Right. You know, um, you take care of everything. I just go speak and coach. You know, but since people see me speaking coach, they think, oh, you, you're doing everything. It's like, no. Someone asked a question about finances or about scheduling or about hotels. I'm like, hey, talk to my wife. Yeah. And you, I, you would not be there to speak or coach yeah. if I didn't tell you <laughs> where to go. But I know what I'm good at, but I know what I'm not good at. Right. And I know? think that that's valuable to know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And it helps that we are so opposite because oftentimes your strengths are my weaknesses Mm -hmm. and my strengths are your weaknesses. And that's helpful. And so I think there is value in the traditional roles. Obviously, we value the biblical roles of the male and the female in the household. 
in the marriage, there are situations in which I submit to you as the man of the house. And there are- <coughs> Well, you know, you know. <laughs> but it's not in that ideal that I think some people have, that the man Absolutely. just rules and that the woman has no say. So that's not it either. So, yeah, yes, I mean- you do have... You are the head of our household, right. biblically, absolutely. Um, but that does not mean that I don't have any value and I don't have any say in... Any voice or anything. Exactly. I mean, I wear the pants. You just pick them out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I no, Actually, but... lately, you've made some questionable decisions. So I've had to pick them out for you because... Oh. I, for y'all that don't know, TJ is colorblind. So it doesn't always... He doesn't always come out of the closet. Uh... I'm always matching. What? I'm always colorful. Okay, there is a video, and uh, you know we don't know if it's by the time this podcast airs if it will be uh, released yet. Of what? Of you wearing those purple Lakers shorts uh-huh. with a green camo shirt. What was wrong with that? It is terrible. But my socks tied it in. No, I don't even recall the socks. So that tells you how much of an impact they had on that on exactly. that outfit. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I think it's very helpful. It's helpful to know that we came into this mindset of marriage saying divorce is not an option. Yeah, it is. And that was from day one. It was actually before day one. We knew that when we got married, finally, (laughs) and remind you that it took us a while to get there, but we knew that once we got married, divorce is not an option. And that means you have to figure things out. Yeah. Like there just is no other way. You're either miserable because you're not figuring things out and you're still married because divorce is not an option mm-hmm. or you learn how to figure things out so that you're not miserable because divorce is not an option. We yeah. are together until the end. So we can be happy in it Yeah. or we can but <laughs> you I, know, I, I think, struggle through it. I think one thing that helps us is we invest in our marriage. Right. So many people invest in other things, but they don't invest in their own home. Right. Um, the, the healthier our marriage is, the healthier our kids are. Right. home, uh, our businesses, and what we do flourish because we're healthy. Yeah. We do everything together like we should. We're one. And so I think uh, investing, you know, we, we, we were talking the other day about um, people struggling when, you know, a lot of divorces happen when kids move out the home, mm-hmm. you know, and we were just talking about, um, you know, how people invest in their kids. Right. You spend that time of your life and it is a season of life where, your kids are so demanding. Absolutely. And we have a lot of them. So <laughs> in bonuses. <laughs> there's a lot of demand on us as parents, whether it's scheduling and time consuming and practices and schools and homework and dinners and making sure that everybody gets to where they need to go. Um, that time can become very taxing and it can take away from your marriage. But if you spend that entire season, which is a long season, yeah. 18 years, I mean, at minimum, our kids are, you know, we have adult children that, yeah. you know, obviously you're still investing time in your children after they're adults. Um, but those years where they're in your home and it's very time consuming and taxing, if you forget about your marriage during that time, then what are you going to do when your kids move out and you don't even know who you're married to anymore right. because you've invested no time? Um, and so that is something that we are very intentional in yep. is, and, you know, he likes to laugh and joke about my credit card points and my travel hacking, but that allows for us to be able to do those things. We get to go take a weekend whenever we want financially, if time allows for us to do so. Um, For free. Exactly. Like we're not paying for those hotel rooms. It doesn't become a burden. Like, oh, we can't go this weekend because we just don't have the money or we don't have the budget to do that. Yeah. You know, so those credit card points obviously help us with that a lot. 
even though he likes to joke about it. I joke about him. So if so, real just real quick, if you don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. go to our website and check it out. I I I'm telling you, it is a blessing for for couples and for marriage. I mean, it is truly a blessing for families. I mean, we're talking today. We're writing earlier today. It's like, hey, we may just shoot down to Arkansas, you know, and we have to worry about getting a room and all that because it's it's free uh, from credit card points that. You're going to use anyway. Anyhow, so I just wanted to throw that in there because we, we're big about helping people invest in, in their families. Yes. I think that's so important. So And there is a beginner's guide to travel hacking on the website. There's a blog about it okay. um, with some links. So that's very helpful. And it is because we just, we value that time. And that time goes for so many different purposes. There's been yeah. times that we've had to have a wedding out of town and we've been able to, you know, oh, we don't have, that's not a burden. Or even a funeral, you yeah. know, in yeah. situations like that where you're already dealing with so much and now you have to, it's an extra financial burden. It's not, or we're able to bless other people um, or our family. You know, we can take our family for a weekend or a week or, you know, whatever we want to do. There's a lot of different purposes for that. Um, that's a whole probably another yeah. podcast episode, but you know, it's that, important. that beginner's guide is there. And it is because we value our time with each other. We value our time with our family. Um, and we think it's a blessing um, to be able to, you know, minister with each other in those ways, you know, while we're taking time away from our family. Yep. And sometimes just some mom and daddy time. I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's, I guess it's important. Um, the last thing we'll say is um, prayer. Yes, absolutely. A family that prays together stays together. And that is that is the truth. You know, we do Bible studies every morning. And we're this year, we're planning on reading through the Bible, the whole Bible. And so we're not like, planning on it. We're, 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 we're in August. We yeah. are we are almost there. Yes. And so, um, <laughs> but not, not, not being... Uh, afraid to pray with one another you know right. it's times that i'll lay hands on my wife and i'll pray for her it's time it goes um both ways you know so i want to encourage you know we have family prayer yes. you know um and sometimes our kids will look forward to that and so uh don't be in, don't be afraid to invest in your family um just don't do i think a lot of people don't do that they they'll go out and they'll do millions of hours everywhere else and they forget about the time putting in in their home and so that's very very important and um a healthy home is a happy home you know, and uh, if you keep God first, man, anything and everything's possible. And He's a God of restoration. So whoever's maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're going through um, a struggle in your marriage or 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 whatnot, whatever it may be, like our God's got a restoration. And maybe you went through a relationship and it didn't work, and you're looking to get into the next marriage. Well, keep God first. You know, we can't expect something different if we're not willing to do anything different. Right. Keeping God first and and um and find someone that with the same heart and mindset as you. And, um, and allow God to reign in your life, I think, changes everything. Yeah, and it's it's important. It's We talk about all of this communication uh, with each other and with our kids and with our families. We can talk about that all day long. But if we're not communicating with God, all of that is null and void. Like our prayer time, our prayer life is absolutely crucial. And that goes for praying for our spouses, praying for our kids, praying mm-hmm. with our spouses, praying with our kids, teaching our kids how to pray. Um you know, we left that for the end, but not because it's the least important, but because it is the most important. It is the most crucial part, I think, of of any relationship and obviously of our relationship with God. So we hope that that um, gave you guys some insight as to how we walk through issues and conflicts. And, you know, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us and maybe we can do a Q&A. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And as always, keep God first and God bless. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Hopefully it was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed it, make sure you take the time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And don't forget to recommend to your family and friends.